0: Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, um, January 16th, 2023. And tonight I'm covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L s-i-d-o com. always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or from others, others that you trust happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them and uh, thank you all for listening to the show whether you're here for the live stream I see you all there thank you for being here or if you listen to the podcast or um, YouTube feeds. And um, I have already put all the stories, the links to the stories I'm going to mention tonight into the chat. And I will, of course, include those in the episode description on both the YouTube and podcast um, feed. So that way you all can check them out because I always just summarize the articles, especially some that really I talk more about the concept than the actual article, because there's not always a lot there. Um, So, but, uh, yeah, so that's the plan for today. Uh, I've already gone over the plans for the week um, and and yesterday's episode, so I think I'll just skip that. And I'll just get right on to the articles here. Um, These are all more in the ghost slash haunting category here. Um, largely because anything to do with, um, UFOs right now is mostly focused on the most recent report from the the government. And I don't have as much interest in following that whole thing, that whole, um, that whole line of, uh, discussion. So, um, but yeah, so let's see here. I'll get to this first one. Now, this is amazing to me. This is, um, it's the title uh, this one is from, let's see here, history. history.co.uk. And the title of this one is Six Famous Ghosts from the Ancient World. And I won't go into each one of these. Um, I'll just go through one or maybe two. But um, I love this because it's, it's um, summarizing or talking about reports, um, basically, writing, people writing in the past obviously way back before any kind of radio or TV, about about reports of paranormal activity in locations near them. So um, this first one is the Haunted House of Athens. And um, now this is according to Pliny the Younger, if I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, who um, I've heard the name in, uh, in relation to other things. Um basically just a well known writer, and that's that's not uncommon back then. there was a lot more writing going on' because that was how you you recorded things, you know that was like the only way other than just word of mouth, and then of course, singing or a song. but uh this is a story, apparently of a spirit that was in um uh a, a house, and uh it was a um let's see here. This house was haunted by the sound of clanking chains at night. Now that's um uh something I wonder if that is where that whole stereotype came from of ghosts clanking chains getting around uh moving them around having uh, even having them to begin with is if it came from here. Um so but the people inside could hear the sounds of chains uh, getting louder and louder as though whoever was wearing them... <laughs> Logan is trying to get my attention again. I think it's the new microphone. I think she's still getting used to it. They're wondering what it is. I don't know. But, um... So, this turned out... This apparition turned out to be uh, of an older man who, um... who eventually he forced one set of owners to, to um leave to sell the place until uh, a philosopher named and I'm probably going to mess this up as well Athenodorus bought the house uh, at a reduced price so even back then when a place is said to be haunted the price of the location may, may go down um, that's, that's uh, ironic in a way you hear about that that's one of those things in a lot of cases of people that um, have experienced places that seem to be haunted, they'll, you'll hear them say, you'll, you'll read them say that we got this place and that the price seemed amazing, almost too good to be true. And then it turns out, well, there's a reason for that price. And that's because the place is extremely haunted. Um, and so, the, apparently, the, the reason for buying this house of this, this philosopher, the reason he bought it was because he heard about it. And decided to wait for it one night. I have heard the story before, actually, now that I'm reading it. And, um... So, he... Uh... He's basically stayed up one night. And, um... This apparition appeared. And instead of being frightened and and leaving, this uh, philosopher followed the apparition out. Apparently it was trying to lead him somewhere. And, um... Let him outside. And then this apparition vanished. So the next day, he had the the spot in the yard where the apparition had vanished. He had that that location. um, He had people dig that location up. And underneath the ground there was the skeleton of a man that was actually bound in chains. And with signs of basically being murdered, was found beneath the ground there and the remains are given a proper funeral it says and the paranormal activity there stopped forever so that's just one story here from this article um, that is an amazing story and I wonder again that's another one of those things you hear about uh, a common reason for paranormal activity or hauntings in places is that the person has some unfinished business whether it's with their life or if they were they did not they were not um their wishes in terms of their burial were not met or if they were just not just buried just without any kind of ritual or ceremony um or if their land their their grave was disturbed in any way um then they would reappear it would be basically you hear about this all the time that their sleep has been, they just can't rest. They can't sleep, which is also an odd um, phrase as well when you think about it. So um, this article goes into some other examples, but I think I'll leave it there for you all to check out the rest of it. Um, Let's see here, unless there's something else that really sticks out that I want to uh, get into. Let's see here. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, no, I think I'll... uh, I think I'll leave that rest of that for you all to check out on your own, and uh, I definitely recommend it. Um, there's stories of haunted battlefields, haunted just buildings, and in, in general, poltergeists, all those kinds of things. So, really, a neat article here um, that I found earlier tonight. So, um, look at that, and and uh, I probably will as well. I'll read the rest of it when I can, and go from there. It does seem like the further back you go that this these some of these stories may be the the origins of certain um things you hear about in fiction and nonfiction, um being the causes or, or the characteristics of some paranormal activity. So um yeah, so that's the first article I wanted to share tonight. Um and uh I just love that idea of reports of Paranormal activity going back to ancient times. So, um, but anyway, let's see here. Let me go on to the next article. All right. And again, thank you all for being here. Um, And uh, let me see here. This next article is from uh, Gazette and Herald.co.uk. Title of this one is Wiltshire Pub, labeled one of the most haunted in the UK. Now, this kind of claim is always amazing to me because there's so many places like this. There's so many pubs, as in like bars and restaurants, that are said to have paranormal activity. Um, but uh, this place was apparently... Uh, let's see here. I'm um, looking at this. It talks about some of, the, one of the, some of the investigators. So, apparently, over time, the owners and regulars have reported a lot of different things going on there, including the sound of uh, children and an unexpected scent of perf- perfume and sightings of a mysterious figure, it says. So, um, let's see here. The children thing is always amazing. I wonder, I always hope that it's just because maybe. Um, there were kids there at some other point in time, and either it's a time slip kind of deal, or they just really like the place, and that's, that's their version of a happy afterlife kind of deal. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, there's reports there of seeing the uh, shape of an apparition of a jet of a man as well. Um, there's been orbs reported there. Uh, even, let me see here. And, um... These orbs would apparently... Change shape as well, so... Uh... Let's see here... So, orbs... And, uh... So, yeah, it's, um... There's different... Um, apparently, different beings there... Including one that is not quite so nice... That told this investigator to get out... Um... It could be that... One of the could be that 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 presence is actually one of the former owners of the location because often these places are hundreds of years old and uh, it just goes this article goes into more detail about this investigation of the of the this pub and um over in the u k it's apparently uh, it's it's um not open to the public as of right now in terms of just Open and running, but it is, it says available to let, so I'm guessing lease or rent. And um, so, yeah, just uh, really am- amazing. A lot of activity there, and it seems like a lot of those, those kinds of, that type of location in the UK is, there seems to always be stories of all these different places like this. Um, these pubs being having paranormal activity in them. Even if they're not pubs anymore, there, are some, there it was a former pub, and then it's, it's more of a living area now, apartment complex, or, or whatever. If there's been any kind of history of it being a, a public place, there's stories about activity there. So, just another neat uh, article about one of those kinds of places. So, let's see here. This, uh, we we'll go on to the next article, article here in a moment. Um, and, uh, Yeah, let's see here. (laughs) Derek says, years and years of people there drinking booze, also known as spirits. I wonder if that lets them catch a glimpse more so than just a regular house or store. And it could be, because you have people that are going in there to relax, spend some time in there, and be with people that they they want to be with, usually. Um, And yeah, just constant people coming and going. And, uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I said, it just seems like that's a a common kind of, one of those common types of places that always has activity. So, um, and we'll see that again in one other article I have for tonight. Um, and then also just, so yeah, I'll leave it there because I don't want to, that's the, not the article I'm on now. This next one is from, uh, let's see here. KidoTalkRadio.com, and the title of this one. Let's see here. Looks like this one does not support the uh, immersive reader mode, unfortunately. Um, but let's see here. Let me find the title of the article. Okay, here we go. This one says footage captures ghost in popular downtown Boise, Idaho. So that's Idaho bar. I'm guessing here. So I I I totally missed missed that. This is another bar but in the US. And you hear plenty of those that seem to be seem to have activity as well. So um this is this is about a bar whose owner last I'll just use the first name of Ted shared some um video footage recently that seems to show that when people aren't all there in this uh this apparently it's a nightclub as well. it's called Strange love in downtown boise um there are things going on there even when there's no one there um and apparently it's just a uh let's see here okay here we go so this is um this is a uh active location when it's when it's open it's really active plenty of people here um and so there's only two nights of the week. It says where, uh, where they are like that. The rest of the week, they um they, it's not like it's not as nearly as packed. Um, and there's apparently sounds. So Ted reports that the um place has a resident that has been a ghost, basically a spirit, since about 1906. So that's over a hundred years. And that is apparently the spirit of this woman that has been caught in this video. Um, looks like a lovely building. Just the images of it are really neat. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, let's see here. So it's talking about what goes on there when it's not full. Um, it's just pictures of the place um let's see here okay here we go so uh mentions that they bring up the question of do the crowds that are in there uh make the the spirits or spirits that are angry or or do they just not see this apparition at the time uh when it's packed because of all the noise and i also wonder of course there's always that question if if they're appearing as a um uh solid if they appear to be uh solid not just uh see-through or, or transparent or translucent, how would you even know unless you unless they disappeared right in front of you? That's always been a thing that I've wondered about how many people out there that you pass. Um especially ones you don't know. How many of them are just spirits and you just don't even notice. Um but uh let's see here. Yeah. So let me see here. That's see i'm just trying to scroll through here this one is full of um pictures it says that um the video footage shows with no one around bar stools in the club starting to move a little bit um and then the floor it says is covered in chairs all pulled out from the bar uh now of course that in and of itself can be faked but um so it's always hard to know with these kinds of reports but um but yeah but apparently there's a video in this link in this article uh showing some kind of apparition so um really neat and uh definitely recommend checking it out checking out all the images and see what you all think for yourselves yourselves so will close that one. I've got two more to go. Now, this is the other uh, pub in the U. Actually, it's in uh, It's in Canada. Let's see here. Derek says, can text right now at work. No problem, but still listening. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. Yep, dance clubs are another place with energetic moving, similar to shaman- shamanic dances to bring spirits and stuff. I wonder if it attracts them accidentally here too. Yeah, it could. It definitely could. Um, and then they just aren't as apparent when the place is full. But then when there's no one else there, um, that's when they can be maybe caught on security footage. Um, so yeah, that's that's really neat. I'd, I may have to, we may have, I may have to do a show on that. The whole idea of um, bars and restaurants. Just bringing in paranormal activity um, that that could be fun, so but uh yeah, let me see here so this next one doesn't go into a lot of detail about the paranormal activity. The article is more about this place in um in Canada. Let's see this is from calgary dot c news dot c a and this one the title is this says. Calgary's Rose and Crown Pub, known for spooky history, shuts its doors. And um <clears throat> so this is just talking about the, the piece the parts of the of this uh pub that are going to be at an auction. And this again, this is something else that I wonder about when these kinds of places are changed, um, and there's objects, how much of these places how much of the activity in these places is attached to objects. And then when those objects leave the place, that's a whole other topic, whole other show of, um, energy and or consciousness being attached to objects. So I'd be curious to see what happens with that. Um, if possible, which would be really hard, but, uh, and then also if it's not, then what happens to all the energy there? If the place doesn't turn back into a, a pub or a bar, so funny how there's three articles about similar kinds of places tonight. I, I didn't didn't even realize that as I was looking through everything. But um yeah, that may be a show at some point. So, but uh, so I have one more article here. This is not about a restaurant or a bar or a pub. Uh, let's see here. But um, this one is about an old case, basically. This is uh, from Grand Forks, Forks Herald. dot and this um, let's see here. This article, the title is "Why Suspected Paranormal Activity at a World War II Era no- North Dakota One Room School uh, Reached the FBI." So, um, officials, it says, called it the most baffling and mysterious fire uh, case, or one of the most, I'm sorry, I'm guessing that's what it means, one of the most mysterious and baffling fire cases in the state's history. And so this is about basically just what the article title says, this this schoolroom. It says back in April of 1944, uh, let's see here, I'm sorry. Um so yeah, around this time in in 1944, around that time period. Uh officials it says we're dealing with this this um fire that happened in this this one-room schoolhouse. Mentions that um this uh the this, this schoolhouse is in Stark County and um they couldn't figure out apparently what happened. Uh, leading to the leading them to this possible idea of maybe it wasn't a regular person that that caused it, and I always wonder with this um, with these kinds of stories here. I wonder how many of these are out there where public officials um, they, there's something that happens in a place or to a place, and then public officials can't figure out what happened because there is no. Suspect. There is no obvious evidence of any kind of person going there or coming out of there or leaving any evidence of at all of themselves. Um, I just wonder how many paranormal cases out there are actually the the local authorities know about them because they involved in the end some kind of a crime. But of course, then I wonder. If it's a if it's a lot, then there's a lot of people out there that, for various reasons, <clears throat> um, you know, they just don't talk about them because there's there's no evidence, and the only conclusion that people can draw is that there was something weird that happened there. So this is located in Plum Creek. Uh, so it's near the small town of Richardson in North Dakota. Um, So let's see here. This was um, a one-room schoolhouse, so there was only eight students in there, different ages. And um, so on March 8th, uh, March 28th, I'm sorry, 1944, let's see here. Uh, I missed a part here. So. um, just OK, so this, there's this teacher there. last name is actually Rebel, which is interesting. Um, and what uh, she saw, apparently in 1944, she said that, uh, as she started to give um, the students there a math test, they saw a pail of lignite coal near the stove begin to stir restlessly without any apparent cause. Um, This is apparently covered by people, um, newspapers in the area at the time as well. And then it says things started to happen there. Lumps of coal started popping out of the pail. And um, they started just flying around the room almost, bouncing off the walls. Uh, Apparently... Um, one of the, the pieces of coal actually hit one student in the head. Um, no, no, nothing severe, but just a bump. Um, and the the lumps of coal started started to catch fire somehow. And that's where the the place started to fall. Started to go, get set itself on fire, basically. Um, and so yeah, the, there's just no. Yeah, it sounds like it was just like a poltergeist kind of deal. I just said that like three times tonight. But kind of a situation there where... um, There was nothing to indicate what was going to happen. And it just happened. Now that, I wonder... You hear about um, some poltergeist being caused by... The energy from someone. But I wonder, I mean, when you have that many kids... um, maybe some rare set of circumstances could lead to um, their collective energy causing something weird like that to happen, maybe. Although it had to be pretty rare, because obviously that didn't happen all the time. Maybe some interaction of the the kid's energy and then someone or something else that was already there. So, um, (laughs) um, but yeah, so I don't know. Sounds like an odd case there, just where... Yeah, and yes. Hello, Jay. Yeah, you uh, you came in. You seem to have some interesting timing there, Jay, with these shows. <laughs> um, I apologize for that. I wish I could help you, but um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm um, looking at the chat here. Hello, PDG. Uh, oh, so um, yes, I did mention the Calgary. That's um, I think it's Rose and Crown. Let me. Let me check on this. Uh, let me scroll up here. Calgary's Rose and Crown Pub. Known for a spooky history. Shuts its doors. Yes. I did talk about that one. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah. So, And I really didn't... The didn't, article didn't have a ton of information and, uh, regarding the haunting there. But I was just um, pointing it out because I always wonder what happens... To any kind of spirits or energy in the places like that, when all the objects are sold off, um, what what happens to the location if it changes to something else? Just um, just brought up some questions. So that's why I shared that article tonight. But um, let's see here. Um, Derek says the kid aspect always creeps me out. What if we have a Stephen King Firestarter scenario happen happening? Yeah, that's yeah. It's hard to say. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the articles are all up there for y'all to check out in greater detail, and, and, um, so, yeah, let's see here, I think that's everything. So, just, uh, just this, this last one I was reading, like I started talking about here, just seemed like an odd case of objects being manipulated and moved and, and possibly ignited, so... Um, but that's all I have for the, um, for the stories today. Um, looking at everything here, let's see here. Yeah, so, uh, that's it. So, th- uh, I'll be back tomorrow with, uh, paranormal, I'm sorry, True Paranormal Stories from the Web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.